0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hey everybody. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Alicia, and I'm here with my right hand and sometimes my left. the fabulous Miss Oni. Hey, see? Hey, Alicia girl, how you doing? I am so excited for this show tonight, Alicia. I have been talking about it, it seemed like forever, but I'm excited. You know, whenever Peter come on to the show, into the chat room, he always gets me going. So I've been trying to prepare myself tonight. Because he does come in and make the ladies sit up and cross their legs. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He's trying to come in here with that very vibe. How y'all doing?
0: <laughs> we need all of that. <laughs> <laughs> we we need all need all that action. Making <laughs> things up. <out. laughs> right.
1: Absolutely. We got a great, great show for you guys today. This is our last show of 26. We're talking about the last show of 2016, our BDSM edition. And I picked this topic because earlier this year, I went to the BDSM Writer's Time in New York. And that event, really, anybody that writes erotica, writes romance, writes any type of sex in their book, they should really go. And it was something totally different from what I would expect when you say BDSM, because after going and just learning a little bit about it there's a difference between the lifestyle and the writing style also even when you look at the little things that they that we do that are not in the lifestyle it's still you know bdsm you know you got some people that like to be choked and that's bdsm you got some people that like to be tied up that's bdsm and so And and I don't think people understand that. I think there's a disconnect with what the expectation is of what they Mm -hmm. think it is and what it actually is. So we're going to do a little dibble and dabble. Yeah, we're going to dibble and dabble in a little bit of everything today. We have the fabulous uh, Sasha Harding who wrote a book, but she is actually a dominatrix as well. So that's going to be fun because she always has some fabulous, um, jewels to drop on us
0: uh-huh.
1: now she um i'm trying to get this she wrote the book um reflections of a goddess i believe that's the name of it uh-huh. um, and then peter mack everybody knows who peter mack is uh he is Dominus, which is about a dominatrix um and it, the the way he wrote it is just awesome. A lot of times, I don't know about you, T, but sometimes when men uh-huh. write in a female's point of view, it seems a little uh-huh. awkward sometimes. Do you get that? A little bit. You know, you really have to have your pen game strong in order to transfer, you know, your whole, it's like transferring your whole persona into the, the opposite sex, you know, a man writing in the female's voice. It, it takes a lot, and it takes a strong pen. And you have to have that strong pen in order to keep the, the readers, you know, their interests and to keep them coming back. Absolutely. So that's a blessed one, and author can do that. Absolutely. And Peter really has a diverse pen. I think that he can write um, any character, and you actually believe, you know what I'm saying, it, it, he makes you believe that, you mm-hmm. really don't know if a male or a female wrote the character or not because that's how exactly. that's how skilled his skin is. It's really, really, really mm-hmm. crafted well. And so I do mm-hmm. enjoy his writing. And then we have Dye Storm that I met at the BDSM con. Um, she has a book called Yes Sir and she is actually a submissive. So we have mm-hmm. people that are really coming in and and kind of sharing their <laughs> sorry their personal lives with us as well as their work as well. So I'm excited and appreciative um, that they're gonna mm-hmm. keep you with us tonight. We're mm-hmm. gonna take a brief break and then we're gonna get this this party started. Okay.
2: one and only the boss lady nini capri i hail all the way from north new jersey i'm the author of the pussy trap series trust no bitch series and my latest book under g street chronicles tainted lies fear and death you can holler at me at nini.capri.com. i'm on twitter facebook and instagram as nini capri i'm coming to a library near you
1: trapping
0: are you an author looking for
1: promotional services, or a reader looking for a great read at low prices? In this competitive world of books, Writing Royalty Promotions is dedicated to bringing authors and readers together to build a greater respect for literature through our various promotional services and online bookstore. So head over to WritingWorldyPromotions dot com and check us out. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. For those of you who are just tuning in, I'm Miss Leisha, and I'm here with my right hand, the fabulous Miss Tony. We are talking that talk today about the awakening. And this is our BDSM last show of 2016. We have author Sasha Harding and Peter Mack. Kicking in the chat room doors And a little later we're going to have Arthur Die Storm in here and we're just going to have a big old powwow Hey y'all what's going on
2: Hello good evening Hey,
1: hey how so you doing here. Sasha I'm feeling oh, good. How you doing, yeah. Lisa, Tony, how you guys doing?
2: Yeah, I hear him putting the bass in his hey,
1: voice. Hey, yeah. <laughs> right. you to come in here like Axel Foley. Okay. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> 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 See that go to Eddie Murphy lab. Now, I want each of you to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work for those that don't know who you are. We'll start with Did you want me
2: to go first, Peter?
3: No, go ahead, like.
1: Okay, well, my name um, is Sasha.
2: I go by the pen name of S.R. Harding. I write erotic novels um, in the BDSM realm. Um, my new book, my, um, I'm a debut author, my new book is Reflections of a Goddess, The Awakening. Um, it's the first of a three-part trilogy. And um, with my book, it's a little bit unique because it's about a, um, a woman that dominates men um, sexually versus like a lot of um, BDSM books with the men dominate women. So um, I have a lot of things going on and a lot of things happening. And I'm here with Tony and Leisha today, and I'm excited, excited to meet you, Peter.
3: Hi, Sasha. I sent you a friend, Quest. I, I was a stalker on your page just to check you out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
3: <laughs> well, you know, I a got a lot of
2: stalkers but... <laughs>
3: on Facebook, yeah. I know, right? No, I just wanted to give <laughs> a little bit of background. I am I'm I'm I want to just send my congratulations to you for your fine work that you're doing with your
0: with – Oh, your, thank um, you
3: series and um I, you know the reason why i wrote domina is because i thought that um black young dominatrixes were uh were not represented and not be represented properly so we wanted to put a human side to it and give it a three-dimensional uh flavor so um i think you're doing that as well and you know welcome to the show Oh, I wanted to ask you: Are you familiar with um, with uh, Shakira Shine? He does great uh, BDSM work and, and dom work and and uh, stuff like that. Are you familiar with him at all?
2: No, no. This I, I was only just familiar with myself. I haven't seen anyone who's out there. But you're a man after my own heart that appreciates a dominant a dominant woman. I love it. I love it.
3: Oh, you know, I've been a victim once or twice. I'm not complaining. Oh, okay. <laughs> Third, <laughs> times Third time's a charm. Third time's a
0: charm. He's fine <laughs> you now.
1: He's got to watch out. He's <laughs> got <better> watch out. He's here to get your sign up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> ask him for stuff he didn't
0: even know he wanted to ask for. <laughs> not, uh, I, uh, uh, so I, <laughs> I think a lot, think <laughs> a lot of fun.
1: I just want to jump in. I'm glad Peter brought up um, Shakira's on because, Alicia, I don't know if you remember when we first started having a, a our show, show. I was really interested had him in on our him show. On show. Yes. yes. And the very yes. first book I read of Shakira's was The Awakening. So that's where uh, my mind mm. was when I saw the topic tonight. So shout out to Shakira. You know, he's always one of my favorite authors. He kind of introduced me into that world that I would have okay. never otherwise delved into. And he really makes it – clear and he he teaches you as he read as he writes. And you don't even know that you're learning when you're reading this. So I really enjoy his work. So shout out to him and thanks for bringing him up, Peter.
3: Oh, that's my guy. You know, Absolutely. I had to get his blessing Yeah, I had to get his blessing before I even wrote Domina. So, you know, there are people in the industry that were you know that were kinda of like networked in and it's always good to, mm-hmm. you know, go and, and approach these people and be like, hey, I'm doing this. Anything you can offer me. You know, and I wanted to make mm-hmm. it as representative. I want to make it as representative as possible. I don't want to disrespect nobody. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to honor you. So, once I got his blessing, it mm-hmm. was a wrap. So I always bring him up wherever I go because he allowed me to write the book.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I and I met Sasha at the BDSM Writers Con in New York, and we just really hit it off. And when she said she was a dominatrix, I didn't. I'm like Peter. I didn't need, I didn't know they were black. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> Sorry, it's right, it's right. rare. It's rare Lisa,
2: that you see a black woman that's into the lifestyle. It's, I mean, not mm-hmm. as as a dom. You know what I mean. So normally you'll see, you know, um, other, you know, mainly men. But it's very rare mm-hmm. that you see a black woman. Very rare.
0: But, but I'm it's very common though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but, it's mm-hmm. there,
3: but it's very common though. It's something that they don't want really to be out there because the victims are okay. me. Like men or the subs of white <laughs> men. So it's even more common than white women dominating black men. Or even, yeah. It's it's like their private fantasy or a so private fetish. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just
0: want to add that she's a, a,
1: a beautiful, a beautiful black woman as well. She's yes, a beautiful she is. black you know, woman. <laughs> Let's touch yeah, a little bit her, on, a educational, the on an educational side. <laughs> Sasha, will you explain the difference between a dom and a sub? So in my opinion, um, a dom and a sub, it's like
2: you have like a with the power exchange. So the dom um, is the one that's normally in charge, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be people think about a dom, or even with the BDSM lifestyle, they think about like whips and chains and things like that. But to me, it's more of a mental stimulation and more of a mental um, bondage. So with a dom, to me, is someone that's in, um, that controls things, and it could be inside or outside the bedroom. And with the submissive, a submissive is someone that um, likes to serve a dom. Um, you might hear a lot where they talk about um, in the lifestyle that they worship this person. And I know um, Peter had touched on with, um, you know, with the black women and white men thing. And one of the things people don't talk about in the um, lifestyle, there's um, different terminology. And when, they, when the terminology is used, it's a slave. You know, slave or submissive. And actually a slave is like on a lower level than a submissive. So they're more with servitude and things like that. But to me, um, a person, a submissive is someone that likes to serve and a dom is someone that likes to um, to dominate or control someone.
1: Absolutely. And I don't think a lot of people really look at it as such where I like how you touched on, you said it's more of a mental stimulation because, right. and this is just my, in my opinion, women are naturally dominant. And I think that even in, my in the too, form I'm, of a, even in the form of a sub, you still have power. And I don't think people understand that you have. You still mm-hmm. are mentally dominating that other person because you're allowing them to to dominate you, which is which is a form of control. Because you you're giving them control by still keeping control. And women, you mm-hmm. so know, we you get what you want. You know how I say you know how to work your man. You know how to get what you want out of him. And you don't have to do next to nothing, you know. And sometimes it is just the mental, they don't look at it like that. Like, this is something we actually do every day. Mm -hmm. Mm Peter,
3: you want to expound on that? Oh, I agree. I agree (laughs) totally. I mean, you know, I'm happiest when I submit to my woman. But I think, you know, you know, it's like um giving a glove to a woman and not fitting her. And not every woman who is in possession of the power realizes her power and it's what mm-hmm. we, we do. We try to um help in my writing we try to help women manifest this, this self worth, um, to bring it up, to recognize it so that even if you have the power of seduction, there's a certain degree in which you can use it in every day of your life to the effect that you want it to manifest your manifest your results. So in the world of doms and submissive, I mean, you're, you're right, a woman is going to, she's naturally dominant, but it's her responsibility when she realizes her power to use it justly. You know, be a good superhero. <laughs> <You know.
0: laughs>
2: What's going on with being a bad superhero? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Men
2: like what, bad girls sometimes.
3: You know, we can only take so much. Be kind to
1: us. <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
0: Be kind while
1: you're being bad. Be kind while
0: yeah, you're
1: being exactly, bad. Right exactly, <laughs> exactly. Now,
2: Tasha, tell us why you chose to write this book. Um, I chose to write this book because I got a lot of feedback from my friends. Um, I used to tell them my, you know, like with girls, we sit down and talk just like I sit down and talk. And we were just, you know, I'll talk to them about my dates and some of the things we did, and um, they couldn't believe it. You know, they were like, no, that happened, or, you oh, my goodness, he really did this, he really did that. But the more important thing is, like, I think with my friends, they've seen how um, the men that I were with, how they treated me, how they kind of um, were subservient, how they would just adorn me. And they were really just, you know, wow, and kind of um, admired the fact that they, uh, you know, a man treated me like a queen. But we all, mm-hmm. all women in my mind should be treated like a queen and be adorned and lifted up and made to feel like a queen. And I would say to people, mm-hmm. you know, even though, you know, in the, you know, you, in the bedroom or in play or in exchange, you know, I'll be his queen and he will always be my king. You know what I mean? There's no lesser levels where if I'm, um, you know, dominant to him, I'm not going to treat him like trash when we're in public. You know what I mean? So it's just, you know, the power right. change and know your role and also be respectful.
1: That's powerful, Sasha. This is Tony. You know, you spoke. You spoke on. um, I have two questions. You spoke on your man being your king. Now, do you still feel that he is your quote unquote king when he is actually being submissive to you? Even more so. Even more so because it takes a lot for for a person
2: to just give that control to a person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I remember I have an experience with a gentleman that he would not let me use handcuffs on him. I don't know why, but it's just, you know, we were together for a while and he would let me use handcuffs. And I never understood that because I'm like, okay, we could do anything else and I can't put handcuffs on you. And, you know, mm-hmm. it takes a lot for a person to let go and give that power to someone, not just with handcuffs, but just doing, you know, certain things, whether it's with, you know, like candle wax, whether it's with, you know nipple clamp you know it that's like a you know you're allowing this person to take control of your body physically, you know mm-hmm. they blindfold you, they literally have all access to your body, and to me, that takes a lot for a person to do, so I have much respect for the men that allow me to you know have fun with them
0: mm-hmm. wow,
1: and my other question to you was um you know this this is this is like a lifestyle, so but what was happening in sasha's world? where you realized that this was the path that you would be taking in your life? When did you realize well, that you would be the dominant woman that you are?
2: You know what? Like, I think with me, it started off when I was young, where um I maybe dominated a little boy across the street and didn't realize what I was doing, but enjoyed the power I got from dominating a little boy across the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then, like, as I got it... <laughs> But no, as I got in high school and got little curves on me and things like that, I noticed how guys will, you know, used to bend over backwards to do things to please me, and you know, the, the more, you know, I could see the more they did, and the more I liked them doing, and just little by little, I would, you know, take control, and even like, you know, as I got older, um, you know, because you know, like a lot of times we're told, you know, we have to be submissive to our men, and we have to, but I wasn't feeling comfortable with that. And I always Mm -hmm. just wanted, you know, I just felt like I had to, you know, be in control or I like to take um, control over things. And then it just, you know, somebody said to me, well, it's fine and it's it's a good thing. And I'm so glad he Mm -hmm. said that to me because it like a light came on. It's like, okay, I could do this. And it's just been fun ever since where I can just be me and not worry about, um, you know, people judging me the wrong way or someone taking it the wrong way. Um, In my life, uh, I've been fortunate that the um, guys that I've been with have been very receptive to it. So it's just been, you know, very good, and it's, you know, made me very happy to this day. Mm.
1: All right. Absolutely. Now, Sasha, there's two, there's two different kind of dominatrix, um, and I remember you telling me the difference of the two. Can you say, uh, touch on that real quick?
2: So what people say, like, dominatrix, they say, okay, so a dominatrix is actually, like, you know, a woman that goes out there and she... Uh, you know, there's like a pro-dom and then there's like a one that's just like a regular dom. A pro-dom is someone that actually gets paid to, um, you know, do certain things. Like um, you probably heard you see on TV where the man comes in and he gives the woman money and, you know, he pays her to whip or spank or do the things that he wants her to do. And then there's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, the regular dom, like, you know, the one that I've been in my life where I've just, um, you know, just, just been fun dating you know, and I don't just come out and tell the guy, well, you know, I like to dominate you. I just, you know, kind of subtly just do it. And to me it's better because then I can just ease into it because sometimes you have an expectation when they know that's what you're into. So that's what they're looking for. So, but if you ease them into it slowly without them knowing it, you know, next thing you know, they're tied up and they're like, oh, and just loving everything I'm doing, doing to them versus just having, mm-hmm. you know, you know, put
1: my name out there.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: oh." Peter, how do you feel about that? Do you uh, when um, did, what was going on in Peter's world? When you realized that you had this um desire, <laughs> this fascinated uh, about this desire of the world?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think mean, everyone has a little bit in them, whether they know it or not, and I really like the way Sasha explained it because um the best the best uh, example that I can give you is I, I was with a lady and she wanted to play a word game. So every word she said, um, I said I said a companion word or the first word that came to my mind. And so we were grinding and running and pushing and, and, and telling each other words back and forth. But it wasn't until later on that I realized or weeks later, days later, that I realized what she was doing to me was dominating me mentally
0: because mm-hmm. we didn't have
3: until I saw until I saw the sun come up and I realized the sun was up and we had been jumping up and running around the house and she had been telling me to let her go and to stop and to go faster by using these words. And um and it was me, you know, thinking like I ain't even got none and we've been doing this stuff all night, you know. So, <laughs> so
0: <yeah. laughs> Now
1: Peter, I have a good question for you. Now uh most and and this is my curiosity. Most alpha males are always dominating something. Are is it that most alpha males have a more submissive side when it comes to their women? Where they want yeah, to be yeah, I, um dominated and to they want to submit at that point in time but still feel like a man?
3: Yeah, I don't think yeah, I don't think um, you know, at, it's like the lion in the jungle, or gorilla in the forest, you know. They don't mind a woman going out and doing the damn thing and, and, and kicking back. But, you know, my best position is a reserve position, like a lion and a gorilla. Um, so, and if you got a good man that's, that's not insecure, he's going to allow himself with a woman that he trusts to, to do what she want to do. Um, mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he he's not going to be judged for it, and he's not judging her for it. I think that, it take you know any good man wants a really really good woman and by good I mean you can use your term alpha and alpha, but um I've always loved a strong woman a dominant woman an aggressive woman a woman who will walk into a, a, a hail of gunfire to get her child a woman who who will be courageous in her efforts and her lifestyle. And um, and that comes across, and a man has to respect that. And a man who doesn't respect that is insecure. And you know, it's like they say, the water will seek its own level. So by Sasha slowly manipulating the men to something that she has to sense is already cool. Like if she, mm-hmm. you know, if she some kind of resistance. You know, it's her, it's her, it's her innate nature to to test it and see if this mm-hmm. dude's gonna go back or if he didn't, if she didn't set him off or in some kind of way. Um, so yeah, so. I'm all for it. You know, if you can handle it, if you can manage it right, just like that night when I was talked to the wee hours of the morning being dominated mentally, that was one of my best sexual experiences ever. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and we didn't do nothing, you know, we didn't have intercourse until after the fact.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, mm-hmm. And can I just piggyback on what Peter said? He, mm-hmm. You know, when he was mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, it was a mental um, stimulation, the thing about with BDSM, which is why i you know, and love it so and enjoy it so much, is that, you know, with normal vanilla sex, it can just, you know, you climax and it ends. With BDSM, you have the long, and it just can, you know, just be stretched out. It can be stretched out for days. It can be stretched wow. out for weeks. It's not just that hour or, you know, couple of minutes full of fun. It's just, it's a long duration. And it's very, you know, the endorphins get going, you feel good. And then even when that person can just simply just touch you, and then you can feel something. Or not touch you and feel something. That's
3: the, what I love about it. I like that
2: concept. Okay, you know, word like concept. quick
1: wait, quick word <laughs> translation. Vanilla <laughs> sex is the regular people. We're vanilla. Amen. I call myself yeah. vanilla squirrel <laughs> because I'm vanilla squirrel. Vanilla sex is the regular people. <laughs> right.
3: Just regular like, you? like your basic yeah. your basic four.
2: More than
3: four with the Kama Sutra, but you know, yeah, that's the four that everybody knows about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if you if you consider yourself basic, does that
0: consist of four positions, uh, Tony, or at least? Well, least
3: yeah. Me <laughs> yeah I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what, what's the scale of basic. Where does basic stop and good start?
1: No, no, yeah. no, I'm saying regular people. Like, when they say vanilla, I was like, yeah. oh, what's that? I, I'm not, brown brown. <laughs> but they, but they had to explain to me, because, you know, we, why right, I'm like, what's that? we, it's different, it yeah. is really different. Yeah. So I'm like, translation, that means regular people, yeah. people. But oh, Sasha, yeah. I got a question for you, because I want to go a little bit deeper, because when people look at BDSM, um, or they look at things in the sex industry, they look at it as victimizing or someone mm-hmm. being forced into a situation. Can you talk right. a little bit about that and and the that are needed before play is taking place?
2: Well, one thing that I remember, like when we was in the conference, remember you they had that acronym, um, the SSP. He was like, you know, what's that? Yeah. and that's like safe, um, safe, sane, and consensual, and you know unlike with certain other things or tales, I'm not going to speak any names out, where, um, you know, you kind of like force or try to manipulate somebody into doing something, um, with BDSM, it's supposed to be open and willing. And that's what makes the power exchange so great because if I'm into giving and you're into receiving, it's just going to make the dynamic go even better and even, you know, harder. But if there's like a resistance, um, it's just, you know, or if someone's not into it, it's not going to play out correctly. Not to say that, like, you know, we talked um, Peter was talking about alpha males and how alpha males can be strong and, you know, um, be, you know, dominant or whatever. But to me, I love the alpha male because, it makes it more challenging for me. You know, do I like a man that's a minister? Absolutely. But when I have someone that, you know, when people look at him, you know, he's kind of, kind of intimidating, he's, you know, about his business, you know, everyone looks up to him, but behind closed doors and even just, you know, around me, I have that special side to them. So that's what appeals to me, especially with alpha males. Oh. Oh.
0: Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. What do you think about that, Peter?
3: Oh, I don't know. I just, had a, I just thought of my ex-girl Coretta. Um, she, had always, she had always wanted to perform fellatio on me um, to completion. And, um, and you know, I, I'd rather have sex. And so she would always, you know, I would always stop her before or whatever. So we had been out one day and she wanted to go home. And so we went home, and since we were home, I wanted to have sex, but she was on her on her cycle. So she wanted to perform fallacious. She says, I'll do it, I'll do it. So she, I allowed her to do it this time until completion, and I asked her, I said, why did you, why were you so adamant about, about doing that all the time? And she admitted to me, she said, it's the only way I felt like I could control you. Mm. And, right. Oh, wow. and,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and that that just you know it just brings round to what, what Sasha was saying I mean you know you want your man you want to feel protect, protected by your man um, but mm-hmm. at the same time you want to know that you that you can dominate your man like that's your prize he belongs right. to me, and you know if you can dominate your man, doesn't, he's not going to be submitting to many women in the street. So it's important, right. I think, it's important for a woman to be able to dominate her man in subtle ways. I mean, that's your gift. The greatest women have that gift. You know, he doesn't even have to know he's going along with it, and I can right. respect that. You know, I have nothing against it if your decisions are my decisions anyway.
0: Oh. Absolutely. Yes, that, Absolutely.
1: That that's kinda of like to the fact where well, saying all women know how to get their man to do what it is they want to right. do even if it's a subtle push. Yes, they do. You know. Right. But, right.
0: But, mm-hmm. right. And it's, no, it's
1: you know. so true. Now Tony, you've been married for twenty three years, so you know.
3: You got the gift. <laughs> you know what I'm talking
0: about? <laughs> the age of the persuasion, yeah. <laughs>
1: but you know, to that fact, hey, you know, I have been, I have say. been married. Um, actually, we just celebrated 23 years. But I was raised, you know, I'm an army brat. And my dad was always in the service, so my mom was the, the 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 voice of the house. So I've always had that strong female influence in my life. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. until I got married where I carried that strong influence into my marriage where it wasn't quite, you know, gelling in the beginning because I was used to being in control. I was used to being the the voice. I had to step back and let my husband be the man and be the voice of this household. And it 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 was a struggle because that's not what I was used to. But we've learned to balance it if, if you understand what I'm saying. You know, and I and you do know as a woman, you do know how far. I want him to let me go as far as I need to go. I don't want to be the one that just run over him because I don't want a weak man. You know, because we yeah. use those powers within. You know, he lets me go as far as I need to go, in other words. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. I I have a question I have a question for Peter because I get a lot sometimes
2: with men where um because they think they're large and in charge. Let's just say that. That um, with a woman, you know, because um, you know he's packing, he thinks that instantly I'm dominant. Because can I just say it, Tony? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he got a big dick, so he's like, okay, so I got a big dick, so I'm large and in charge, and you know, instantly I'm gonna dominate a woman. But can um, you, like, elaborate a little bit and let um, um the listener understand that just because a woman is, you know, well, the man um is, you know, sexing her, it doesn't necessarily mean that she's not being dominant.
1: Right.
3: Oh, wow, wow, wow. Well, she's the being dominant by The fact
1: that he's sexing her makes her dominant because you can't get it yeah. unless she wants to give it to you. She knew she That's wanted fine. to give it to you an hour before you even asked. She just had right. to make you work for it. But I'm sorry. Go ahead, Peter. Well,
3: yeah. <laughs> but that's, you hit the nail
0: right
1: on the head there, Tony. Yeah, I mean, though. Like, I mean, though. <laughs> but I'm just, just going to add to what Sasha is saying, you know, and what Alicia saying, you know. They're saying two different things, but it's meaning the same thing. The night I met my husband, I looked across the room, and I told my girlfriend, that's going to be my husband. I hadn't spoken one mm. word to him. We hadn't even made eye contact. And so I knew, like Alicia said, you know, a woman knows beforehand how it's going to play out. I had not seen this man. I had not talked to him. I saw him across the room, and I said, that's my husband. I've never had that experience before, so it's real. You know, Mm -hmm. a woman does know what she wants and when she wants it, and they subtly make it happen. brings
0: it to fruition. I
3: don't know when you were. That's powerful. Yeah that strong. I think I think just by a woman allowing a man to feel like he I I tell you um I I was married for uh, 17 years and um and uh <clears throat> what the woman that I cheated on my wife with um she made me feel like I had the biggest dick on the western seaboard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: yeah, so and and you know she would tell me how to go, how fast to go, to stay right there, to
0: put my yeah. name
3: on. It. She would talk to me, and uh, and should you know, <clears throat> between my mama telling me that I was handsome when I was little and her making me think I had the biggest dick, you know I have a healthy ego because of right. <laughs> because of because of all these encouragements. But it don't make me feel like you know um, anymore or, or different or anything like that. But what it does is I recognize the power that comes from a woman allowing a man to feel like he's the best thing since sliced bread. I mean, you know, and a, a woman has that unique power to make, feel, um, to make a man feel good about himself. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and if you want, it's almost like you go back to um, the power of Jesus was to serve and in serving was the power. Um, mm-hmm. So any act of submission is an act of power.
0: Right
2: uh-huh. And then I a lot of guys I mean, You, mm-hmm. you No, know, I was going to say A lot of guys mm-hmm. you hear ahead, them say You know I like to please a woman You know I like to see you come And to me you know that's a form of submission When they're like they don't get pleasure Until I get pleasure you know what I mean mm-hmm. And that's a part of the right. thing You know your pleasure would no longer become your pleasure Your pleasure would become my pleasure So and if you're already mm-hmm. there that, You know that's halfway you know, through
1: the battle
0: Right, right. right, Absolutely. And this, this is now, Tony, and we Peter, are...
1: to that fact. Um, it, we have a hand up? I'm going to take the hand in just a second. But to you, to what you just pointed out, Peter, was it the fact that the woman that you cheated on your ex-wife with was it that mental stimulation? Whereas your ex-wife uh-huh. wasn't giving you that that self-satisfaction?
3: Well, I think my well, my
1: and my ex-wife
3: was a preacher's uh, a preacher's daughter who. Um, Tell you that I was raised to submit to my man, and that's mm. what she did. You no, know, um, mm. never fussed with her. Never, never raised my hand to her. She never raised her never she never questioned me. I could be gone for two weeks, and all she would mm. ask me, you know, are you hungry when I came in the house? Wow. Um So she was a true preacher's daughter who was really, really submissive. Um, the problem mm-hmm. is, um, you know, I like a more outgoing type person. I like. You all, needed I to like be
1: dominated.
0: Yeah, 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 that's a big one. I'll what that is. Say it, put it out mm-hmm. <laughs> there. Like you, you just need to be
1: dominated. that stimulation going.
0: We have a hand. You guys feel like taking a
1: call? Sure. Well, that's so actually our next guest. That's Arthur Di Storm. We're going to bring her oh, in. Okay. Hey, how are you, Storm? Kid, how are you? Hi Storm, good. Asha, how you doing? Hi, good. And we have Arthur Peter Mack. Yeah,
3: hi Storm, how you doing?
1: Good, how are you?
3: Good this evening, having fun with the ladies. You want to join in? <laughs> sure. <laughs>
2: always, always. Now for fun. everyone who doesn't have know
0: numbers. who
1: you are. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Tell I'm everybody a little bit storm. about themselves. And your book. Um, I'm
4: okay, I'm Di Storm. I wrote a book called Just yes, Sir and it's about a woman who's at crossroads in her life and she doesn't know what lifestyle like you know, like Peter you were talking about earlier about your wife and like how submissive she was and you didn't know where you were going. So just think of like if you're a girl in your same situation, so that's what I wrote about. It's basically a girl who doesn't know where she belongs or how she goes about things. So she discovers everything and she tries it all.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: So, and I think that's important because a lot of women are in the same boat as Peter. Like you, you get, you're married for a very long time and you don't know, you know, you figure out later in life, like, Oh, I'm submissive. I'm dominant or, you know, or I want my husband or I want my spouse to act this way. Well, it doesn't always happen. So then most of the time, a spouse will go out and find a partner who can a- accommodate those needs.
1: And, mm-hmm.
4: you know, and I don't, all the books I've read, it's always about, you know, how this person dominated this person or, you know, how they submitted or they caved. I'm thinking, no, no one writes about the other types of lifestyle out there. There's a large variety, you know, there's swingers, there's an open marriage, there's. Um, mm-hmm their type of relationships where they have one or two, three, four, or five wives. Nobody writes about that as much as just. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, most people will not write about that lifestyle. And I think that's why I was keen on writing a book to about all the different scenarios that one person can go through in their life. And I just picked a female person as the lead character.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this is Peter, thank you for bringing that up. Um, You know, and something that Sasha said earlier um, kind of put me in the mind of the study of martial arts and the study of, you know, sex, Um, they're akin in this way, because the study of martial arts is not about the kicking and the punching, as is the the study of BDSM is not about the actual coming and the sex, it is a multi-level, a multi-layered approach to, to to what to to the institution or to the, to the lifestyle Um, is polyamory. Does polyamory Raven have anything to do with what you're talking about? Because I'm a big fan of polyamory and have been, Mm -hmm. you know, talking about maybe putting something together. And I believe that polyamory and BDSM and open sex marriages, all of these things weave in in and out of our lifestyles. Um, Mm -hmm. And because we have learned to have such strict borders, we are not even allowed to explore these things. Um, You know, I read a book one time by Walter Mosley called Um I'm Killing Johnny Fry and the one guy he had bro his he got his heart heart broke. Um and he went through so many different sexual experiences and what he was able to do was allow the reader to vicariously go through these situations and decide from themselves like wow, would I want that? Would I enjoy having uh electrodes attached to my testicles? Would I enjoy mm-hmm. watching <laughs> another man hum-? My wife,
0: you know. Like, like, yeah. I Yeah. Um, we should think about the electrical we see in the um in the um demonstration. <laughs> well, let
4: me tell you, I saw I that electric it. thing I up front, tried it. and ta- I I know right, I saw that.
0: that,
4: and I'm like, uh, yeah, no, that ain't going anywhere near my body parts. I'm good on that. <laughs>
1: Did y'all see when he touched her leg? And she was like, oh. I know, I know, right?"
0: It was, was like
1: getting close to the vagina. I'm thinking,
4: "Wow." It's like I wonder what they <laughs> feel like it was inside of her vagina. Like, yeah, no, I'm good. Oh, that I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: but you know, for all of those that are you listening, can... we we all three went to the BDSM no con, and they had um, workshops, and this was a violent one. A violent wand workshop. That's the name of it, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the so violent, it was a violent like a, like wand. Like the, the color yeah.
2: violet, yeah. Like the color yeah. violet. Not violent, but violet, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I call ones. it the electric one so, because yeah, that's what it what had I electricity and it, it, it plugged it. in the wall.
4: And, yeah, yeah, that thing was and it glowing. Was yeah.
1: It,
2: yeah, yeah. And the different things they used to simulate the, 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 you know, the different body parts. Like they were using things like mm-hmm. aluminum foil or anything that could be a conductor. Right. And literally, this lady's yes. like laying down and just laying on top of something. <laughs> But he would touch different body yeah. parts, and it would send stimulations yeah. all the way up and down. And it was like, you know, she was coming and just like, you know, in front of all of us, we're just touching just different body parts. And remember when he had a,
1: all of us touch
2: her, and she was just going crazy?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right, <what> I remember that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, my gosh. touching her
1: leg, and she was going crazy. Yeah. But when I say, when you, you know, they do that. It's called... Um, electro pressure therapy, is that what it's called? Like for for sport. Like for your knees and your back when you're yes. athletes. Yes. They they use yeah, stuff yeah. like that. That can that can be used sexually. A lot of people don't don't even think of it like that, but it can. It's it's still a form of stimulation. Well I have yeah. a wand but it's not violent. No, just kidding. I got a magic <laughs> wand too, and that's like my favorite
0: I, toy that's got. That's I I got. my God. I broke that's my a, first one.
2: Yeah, mine's, mine's a plug-in, <laughs> so you don't have to worry about the batteries
4: right. ever running out. That's right,
1: it exactly. Yeah. Mine plugs in the wall. Yeah. The only
2: thing is, it's like, I wore out the cord. I
4: think I used it too much because All I right. kind of shortened it out. you another
0: one. <laughs> I did. I went out and bought another one. But,
4: but, yeah. I have to say, Thank I'm, uh... you for uh, inviting me. You're welcome. Too. Oh, you love it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like, like, um, you know, it's just. I think people should try different things. Why not experience? Yeah. Why not try new things? It just like you know, just spread your horizon a little. It's not gonna kill you. Let
3: me ask you, Sasha, and and you, um, Sasha. How has your um, obviously you, and thank you for clearing that up for me because um, the lady who I patterned Domeno over, she was a, a pro, as you would call her. Um, she mm-hmm. um, set up appointments, and she would have sessions with these guys. And, um, right. and, it, effect, and it affected her personal life because, you know, right. work is one thing, but her personal life, she likes to be submissive in, in a way. So how has this – has it at all, like you writing the book, um, you, um, you know, enjoying the lifestyle of BDSM, how has it affected your personal life?
2: You want to go first, Storm, or you want me to go first? Um. It's- No, you go first. I'll answer the second half. Uh Well, with me, um, to me, I feel like with me, I'm dominated, or excuse me, dominating um, in my personal life and in my work life. And actually, when I embraced um, being, like, dominant, it kind of worked towards my favor because um, I believe in women empowerment and women empowering each other and just being a strong woman. And I noticed, like, you know, know, when I'm I'm in control, I can – You know, tell people how exactly how I feel. You know, of course not to be harsh or mean or anything, but I can tell them. You know, how I want things, if I like things, if I don't like things, and it's okay. And even in, like, in the workplace and in relationships, I can still voice all those things and know that it can be okay. And it's kind of better to be open and honest because then, like you were talking about with different types of relationships, whether it's a swinger, you know, the polyamorous or, you know, whatever type of relationship you're involved in, you know, in the lifestyle or not, if you're honest, then, you know, you can do a lot and express yourself more and be expressive and have fun and live life more, you know, enjoyable versus, you know, having these constraints where you feel like, well, if I say this to him, you know, how is he going to feel if I, you know, do this or if I want to do this, I can't do it, even though I really want to do it, you know what I mean? With me being who I am, I could just say, okay, well, I like this or I like that, and it's either you take it or you leave it, but for the most part, it's people been very receptive to it.
3: I think it just goes along with knowing who you are and staying true to yourself and just having courage, you know. Yeah. All right. You know, and you know, I get frust- so frustrated. I remember um, I had sex with a woman, and later she said that she really didn't want to. And I said, well, why did you want- why did you do it? And she said, well, you are already on your way. And I was just frustrated with her because I felt like she should have said, hey, no, I don't want to do it. And um, so just learning who you are and being able to have the courage to say, look, this is what I like in bed, and this is what I'm not going to tolerate, and this is what you are going to tolerate, you know, there's mm-hmm. a certain second. To, you know, there's a certain sex appeal to being to being with someone who, who uh, knows who they are and knows what they want.
1: Yeah, and
4: for me, I am a pro. Like, it's, it's like okay. I do live that double life, and I am mm-hmm. submissive, and I have a husband. You know, I do keep everything separate, and um, I don't know. I think I'm really good at juggling everything because, um, like, you know, like Sasha was saying, I do tell my husband the mm-hmm. truth of, you know, where I'm going to be and who I'm with. Like, my husband trusts me 100%, mm-hmm. and I don't. Is
1: I Hello, so. is she there?
3: I was checking my connection.
1: I know. I thought I got this
2: connection.
1: No, I thought yeah, I just it were stuff. real quiet, yeah. Well, she must have what if you mobile. got, Yeah.
2: For, well, I, um, with Storm, um, she actually was um, sat next to the signing table with me, and she's a beautiful blonde woman. She's very vibrant. Um, yeah, you know, we have... talked about different things, and she was so helpful, and, you know, I love her to death. She's very, very, you know, she's nice and very, um, so much fun. So I, I, really, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Had fun there with her and really enjoyed right. meeting her.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to. I wanted to ask her too. Um, I, I know there's probably some differences between. Um, look like what, she,
1: it looks like she's back. All
4: right. Okay, Storm. Hello. I'm, Are you there? Okay. You 14, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. So, um, yeah. So, what was the question you were gonna ask me? Oh, you were talking you're about so how you
2: were a pro Dom. Yeah and how you yeah. can balance right. both you because you're honest. Right. Um, I just
4: learned to juggle everything. Like when I met my husband, I was a pro before I met my husband. I said, this is what I do. You know, if you can't handle it, then I can't be with you. So, mm-hmm. So when I'm at work, I'm in control. And when I'm home, I can switch it and I can be – dismissive one like if my husband like there's a rule that I've learned in this business is that when a wife starts telling or even a husband when they start saying no then they will go to find it somewhere else in my house I never tell my husband no no matter what his request is or
0: hmm.
4: how he wants to do something I, I always give it a try I try it once or twice I don't like it I don't do it again
0: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I, I went out just learned to do You don't tell me no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got
2: that. <laughs> yeah, but
4: I don't know. I, I kind of like it. I like having the two separate sides. I get to go boss somebody around and come home and be boss. I'm like, I'm cool with that. If my husband's like, you know, let me have it, I'm like, okay, come get it. I'm getting sure.
2: Do no. you mind mm-hmm. when we talk about, do you remember? um, Leisha, when we were um, they were doing a demonstration, a live demonstration, and I forget what his name was, but he was the one that was using oh, he was, um, demonstrating with the flogger. Yeah, flagger. with the flogger. it oh, was Bo. Bo. Oh, yeah. Bo.
0: It was Bo. 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 See, she remember his name.
2: <laughs> so you want to set up the scene, Leisha, or You want me to set up the scene? So um, okay, we, when no, we were doing so... the.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh oh.
2: <laughs> so when, during so... the um co- during the conference. Um, They had, like, you know, the live demonstration. So what was great about it is now you can, you know, learn about it, and they talk about it, but they also did live demonstration where they show you um, different, you know, concepts, different toys, and different way to use things, and there was Bo. And I love Bo because he was not only very – he explained everything, but he actually had his two Smiths there with him, and he was an expert with using the flogger. So Bo needed a volunteer – and you
0: and Miss Storm
2: was more than willing. He, he couldn't even get the word volunteer out, and she
1: was already up in the front of the panel before he even finished the word. She was up out of her seat, she was spread on the wall like ready. Okay. She said, I'm
2: ready. Posted up, posted up. She was posted up like, Here it is, here it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no what happened was both said <laughs> i need a demonstration
4: was. right so About so
1: this day day girl day day jumped day, right yeah. so she, she jumped out of her seat and got on the wall. and yeah. i'm like really that was my turn like i've been waiting very patiently i was like seriously woman and the whole room started laughing oh. i'm thinking oh man i was like
4: no, nah, i'm not gonna get it and he was like, Oh, don't worry. He goes, I didn't say it was flogging. And then the lady, I forgot her name, but she was like, Really, am I going to get flogged? He's like, No, you jumped up too quick. And she goes, And she's yeah. very patient. She gets it.
1: So, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> That really? Was the and then one that came to me and said, Do you want to be flogged? I was like, Absolutely not. I was like, Can I flog yeah. you? She was like, Yeah. I was like, Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I
4: When it was our turn to be switched, like to switch people and then to flog them, it's like I felt so uncomfortable. I'm thinking, yeah, no. I'd so rather could, get hit. You couldn't
2: do it. You couldn't do it. No. It, you didn't want to flog. I couldn't do like it. with me? No. I, I don't think that I'm going to think if I even flogged anybody, but I know definitely no one flogged me. But I did buy a flogger. I got a
1: nice one. Bo,
2: that, that flogger is still. everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You do? I got a rabbit cool. one. I like the way it feels. Yeah. So I was a rabbit one. And before we – Sasha, can you tell everybody what a flogger is for those who don't know? Okay. So a
2: flogger is a device that is used to – you know, I know people talk about whips and things like that, but with my flogger, it has, like, tails on it. So when you have a whip where you're just one string or one tail, the flogger gives like a multiple sensation when it's, you know, a hit strike something. And with the flogger, there's a, you know, he talks about a finesse. And see, like with me, um, you know, and we talked about, touched on earlier with um, being a consensual and not being abusive, but um, they talk about safe words. And I'm probably going to get yelled at for this, but I don't use safe words because I, am you know, dominate mostly men. So I feel like if you're a man, you need a man up and take it. So he he actually was showing us the proper <laughs> he was showing us the proper way of using it and you know you're not supposed to step back and be so far from the person and how you have to put it you know the sling in your wrist and you know make sure it doesn't wrap around and slap them on their chest or their thighs or whatever and the meaty part of the bodies and I was just like I was telling um, Leisha I was like Leisha you know I don't use safe words. and he's showed me something because I would just go for it you know and I'm like you're a man so you need to just take it but. Yeah, I know I'm going to get yelled at about that by some people, but yeah, um, it's
0: just <laughs> oh
2: wow <well. laughs> because it, but you know but they enjoy it. they enjoy it. I mean, you know come back for more so it's not like it's like oh you know I beat them up or something but even if I if do they they still come back. Yeah, um, i I mm. and
4: then yeah. when Bo so basically Bo finished the demonstration and the girl sat down so I got up and he was showing the correct way of doing it. Well, there was this flogger that had a hundred tails so. If you Mm -hmm. can imagine, like, Sasha, so he did it. And I have to say, it did take the wind out of me just for a second, but it was like, (laughs) it kind of felt really, really good. Like, I was like, wow, I was like, I could just lay there and let you do this for hours because I was like, wow, you know, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, I get it why people like it.
1: It's
4: it's like having leather strands all over your body and they are giving you a massage. And it seems yeah. just a little
1: bit. And yeah, now when they bit. when they have them on the table, because he sells them, because his wife makes them, so right. they have some that are sharp. They have some that mm-hmm. have like pokers or or pokers on them. Like they have some serious some serious stuff. I got the yeah. soft one. It's it's rabbit it's rabbit fur, <laughs> so it's more like a sensual hmm. tickle type. But no leather on it. Well, there is a yeah, little leather, yeah. but it's it's really. Oh. But I mean, don't um, get, get me right. wrong. I'm not into
4: the, I'm not into the hardcore make me bleed type thing. You know, I don't want mm-hmm. to see no blood on my body. Me, when I'm me done. either. Me
2: either. I'm not no. into that. like, I don't want to cut, but if I do accidentally, but um, you know, I'm not trying to cut anybody, but the thing about with, you know, doing, you know, being on the giving end, is like, you know, you hear the expression it should hurt so good where, you know, if you're aroused enough, any kind of pain is going to feel like, you know, like if you're coming. If you get the person aroused us and that's the point. You have to take them there mentally. And once you take them there, it's like, you know, game on. You know, anything goes and everything feels good, not only just for him on the receiving end, but for me on the giving end. And I've actually had orgasm just from whipping, you know. So it's great to me. Yeah, and I get orgasm <laughs> just from being whipped. It's- <laughs>
1: I have a question, Uh, guys. This is Tony, and I'm going to just step back just a little bit to what Sasha was saying just a minute ago about you're going to hear it with the safe words. Now, most of my knowledge, and um, I spoke at the earlier part of the show, is from books that I've read by Shakir. And he, you know, the things that you guys are talking about, I see it coming to life in his books. Now, when you said, you wanted him to, you don't have, use safe words that if he's a man, he can take it. How do you equate being a man, being able to take pain, and still being a sub? Because for those that may not understand, it seems like they're, they, they're butting each other. They don't go hand in hand. How can a man be a sub and you still want him to man up? Can you just explain that? I'm sure so, I'm not the only one on the line that's just trying to grapple it. Well, to me, like, the thing about it is,
2: um, you know, um, with being in control, you have to know how far you can push someone, and you can't push someone beyond where they need to go. Now, I'm not going to just, you know, I may, depending on who you are, because everyone's different, you know. Some mm-hmm. people may, mm-hmm. like, a foot fet- have a foot fetish. Some people may have, you know, a CBT fetish. Some people like orgasm denial. But you have to know, and see, for some reason with me, I don't, play with anyone that I haven't sat down and had a conversation with. I don't play with anyone that I haven't, um, you know, kind of know just being around them and just can pick up subtle signs on what they're into. And when I say like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to um, push them because sometimes, you know, um, you know, it's like, like the, um, you know, when you like somebody, you don't, you know, you kind of have like, well, I don't like him. I don't like him, but you really do like him. So a lot of times with sub when I'm playing, they'll be like, well, you know, um, I don't want to be hit. You know what I mean? So you have to say, well, I'm going to hit you. And then they'll be like, well, you, you hit him, and, like, I can just, like, just put a little bit of thing on it. And they'll be like, ouch. Now, I know it really didn't hurt them, but then they're saying, oh, it hurts. And they're guessing when I just strike them just very foot lightly. And I know, I'm like, I'm not even hitting him hard. In my mind, I'm saying this to myself, but he's jumping already. So I'm going to hit him hard. And if you, you know, if you're going to jump for a little whip, I'm going to hit you hard so he could, you know, give you something to jump about. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when you mm-hmm. got a whip when you were a child. You know, it's kind of like the intimidation where you knew it was coming and you knew it was going to hurt, but it make you, um, you know, squeal even before it happened. You know what I mean? When You hear that gush of wind or whatever. So when I tell, you know, you say, well, someone could be submissive, but they need a man up because, like, you know, as a man, you know, you're supposed to be, you know, stronger. You're supposed to be more masculine. You're supposed to be more, um, better to, to be able to take paid, or, you know, so they say. So with me, I come mm-hmm. to man up, you know, kind of like I know they're submissive and I know they're being submissive to me, and it's kind of like, I guess, wordplay where I'm telling the man up even though I know they're, like, breaking down.
1: Peter, how do you feel about that? And
0: I... I'm sorry. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, I got distracted Peter like, again. Here oh,
1: well, getting turned
0: on now. I got you turned <laughs> <you> on, Peter. I I'm like, I need to go to get ready. I to know, right? He's like, so <laughs> turned on right now. That man's just like, la-la land. <laughs> but, you so, I know,
1: I, I want to just piggyback off what Sasha said before Peter um, comments, because, see, mm-hmm. even as even being submissive when you're being submissive you're still being dominant because like Sasha was saying you're get the man is giving you approval mm-hmm. so he's giving you the authority to be able to push your limits so technically he's dominating the situation so he can mm-hmm. still feel like a man because technically that's a form of manipulation
0: yeah. I'm manipulating
1: her to- to think that she's dominating me, which, in fact, I'm really dominating her because I'm allowing her to do this.
3: Yeah, see, everyone at this, you know, you guys are really, really smart, but everybody is not so smart. So they get hung up in these titles and these terms and these names Mm -hmm. for it when it's really just a blend of compassion, understanding, some love. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) you can't teach these things. So, um, you know, You know, when I was doing the research with uh, Regina Bolton for uh, for Domina, you know, she's a working dominatrix. And um, the thing that stuck out to me, you know, of course, you know, spending a lot of time with her and talking to her about her life. um, You know, I just learned that there are so many different ways that women come into the lifestyle and um, the the work style. Um, And, you know, like, like you say, Sasha, you know, you always put it in there like everyone is different. And Mm -hmm. every client is different. Every date is different. Every boyfriend is different. But like Tony said, you know, it's just really about, you know, how do you come to it? How do you compromise? How do you find the balance in between, you know, what you enjoy and what will offend your partner in the same process? Um, And you know, like, but you have
2: to push them too. You have to be able to know, like, push them beyond their limits. You know what I mean? The play Mm -hmm. with me is like it's fun to, um, you know, you know, I used to compromise. But I want right. to push you beyond what you, you, you were compromised with, push you where you think, you know, the bounds where you didn't think you could even go.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, I can appreciate that, too, you know what I mean? But I, I guess it all depends, though, because in my in my days when I thought that being tied up meant I was being robbed, I wasn't going to let no other <laughs> just tie me up, you know. <laughs> yeah. Or, you,
0: know,
3: you know, once we got rid to the drugs, yeah.
2: getting tied up, though. I don't understand that. Why would guys be like, you know. I don't know. Um, my husband hates it. Yeah, (laughs) why is that here? What's what's the deal with guys being taught, like um, an ex boyfriend of mine? He would like, he had to keep the keys by the nightstand. Now, he's totally handcuffed, and even if he he could, he couldn't reach those keys, but he had to keep them by the nightstand. I don't understand the logic in that.
3: Black men are genetically wired to avoid rope at all
0: costs. (laughs) <laughs> <Sounds unfair. laughs> well, he, he, he wasn't black. He was you not know. yeah. uh, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, that You're was too too funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, he's out of here rolling. I'm no white woman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that's true <laughs> like, I don't
3: know Yeah I've been out here searching for this white woman all my life But I'll be damned if I you tie me up You
0: <laughs> <laughs> like spin me yeah, over do easy me from behind But
4: don't you dare put that rope on me <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I don't say that
2: <laughs> Whatever
1: now I, have, uh, I got a question uh, for yeah. Sasha and Storm and Peter, mm-hmm. um, why do you enjoy – well, we know why Sasha enjoys it because she's the math scientist over there. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Storm and Peter, why do you enjoy BDSM? What, it, what about it um, is enjoyable to you? And Storm, I want you to talk a little bit about aftercare as well. Okay.
4: Now? Or you want Peter to go first?
3: No, go ahead, take over. Um,
4: oh, okay. I think, so yeah. I think aftercare is really important because when you have somebody in a submissive state where they're zoned out, and like Sasha was saying, you can do whatever you want with them. You know, you still have to bring them back. So mm-hmm. in order to, in a lot of cases, like if I am with somebody and we're role-playing or we're doing the bondage submissive thing, you know, and I'm in a state where I don't know what's going on and I know my co-words, like I get mm-hmm. it, but afterwards a good massage or just taking care of what you've used and abused for, I don't know, hour two hours of play, it is nice just to have someone next to you and cuddling you. Like um, at the end of the conference in New York um, – at the end of the party, whatever, we went to this private room and they did a scene. And aftercare is where they have time, they can just reconnect. They have time Mm -hmm. just to be with each other. And somehow, you know, you can tune out everybody around you when you're doing a scene. And when you come out, you still are in that mode where nobody is around and you just wanna be with that person. So
0: mm-hmm. I
4: really think aftercare is so important because you have to come back to reality at your own pace. And in my situation I like having my mate laying next to me or cuddling with me or just being there when whenever they're done. It's it's like for me that's really important. But on I think that's why I like aftercare. I think it's probably the best thing about it. It's just yeah, that alone like time. The, it's an intimate time, just you and that person. Mhm. Uh-huh.
3: I'm a yeah. cuddler too. I love cuddling. That's that's the most important part, right?
2: <laughs> yes, it is. But you know what I think? I think it's because when you're doing these things, it could be so many extremes. You know, there's like things with like humiliation when you're, you know, yelling yeah. or saying bad things to people or when you're doing things that's like kind of like you know very um um benign or just very belittling someone where you know you get you know after aftercare, you can kind of let them know you know I still respect you as a person, you know what I mean? I still care about right. that type of thing
3: yeah it's almost like you know, like saying, you know, we're just playing right."
2: Right, exactly, right. right. <laughs> and, and you know, <laughs> I mean, when
4: I'm, I'm like,
0: and then if I
4: have a client or something and right. he's like, wants me to humiliate him, you know, I feel really bad because I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, dang, I hope it doesn't go to his head yeah. But I afterwards. You're
2: yeah. yeah, right.
4: Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, and I'm like, even though afterwards, I'm like, you know, we're just messing around. I, don't really, I highly think of you as like that. I think you're really smart and a great businessman. Right. And I have to say, the higher the profile, the more the that they the more are. they want to go. Yes. Huh? Right. That's, that's right. right. With and then yeah, when, with you the... done, when you get done when you get done you have to build them right back up. So yeah. I mean that's like yeah. so important. Don't don't ever yeah. when you play with somebody and you belittle them or humiliate them and make them cave to your needs, you know, when you're done, you better put them back on the pedestal <laughs> where they belong because
1: they'll yeah, be walking that, out of your like, shame. <laughs> yeah. And they won't be
4: coming <laughs> back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh.
0: Interesting. I think that was for me.
4: Right. So, Peter, what was your question?
3: Oh man, I don't y'all mesmerizing me. I lost all my train of thought. <laughs> <talks>, but
1: <laughs>
3: now so that she said that, the
1: least say? And what do you no. enjoy about about it? Oh,
3: about being a way is. I'll answer that. But you what know, she Peter said? What
1: she's said dominated. about? It. Y'all, just so no. y'all know, y'all you like you know, Peter likes to be
0: the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you, Peter gets it because he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> what, what He's blushing, and like. I can
4: tell that on laughing. this end of the phone. Yeah. That's why he said he can't stop laughing. <laughs> I bet his cheeks are like a whole new shade of red. Yeah, my job
3: is already. But listen. But I think think that feeling back up part, I think that works both ways because um, I remember I was dating this girl, and uh, we were dating for about six months. And we woke up one morning, and she started performing a fellatio on me. And afterwards, she was really concerned about how I felt about her now. You know, and it wasn't any big deal to me, but you know, she wanted to be she want she wanted the non judgment. So when you were telling story storm about having to fill them back up, I was thinking about that moment when you know, in that position, she may have felt demeaned.
0: Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. up
3: to me to make her know that no, nah, this was cool, right? Like, and you don't you're not less for doing that, for getting on your knees or for being in a submissive position to me. So I think it, it kind of works right. both ways. With women as well, and, and, and I mean, anytime a woman gets naked in front of you, you want to make sure that she feels good afterwards. Um, right. you know,
0: so the same way.
4: And, and there's an important yeah, saying that, that a, a lot of people forget is, "You can hurt, but don't harm."
0: I mean, right.
4: or yeah, and, and that's important. And even when you read like uh, stories and the eroticum or erotic writers will put, you know, they say you can hurt me, just don't harm me. So and what that means is is that, you know, you can um you can go ahead and physically or physically hit me but emotionally I have to be in the right mind or don't touch me. I mean and, and a lot of people need to express that in the correct way because you always get these amateurs and they're like, Oh, I know what I'm doing and if you have yeah. these hard limits and then they go, well, that's what we're going to do. I'm thinking, well, hell right. no, we're not going to do that. And like, right. it, I'm, a, right. I'm the fuck out of here. So yeah, but <laughs> it's like, no, you know, don't, don't, no, you're not touching me. I'm out of here, Mister. You know, right. No, that's no what thanks,
3: man.
0: <laughs> right. So,
4: and you <laughs> know, it's like. And, and you know I'm on the air here in uh, Missouri. So, and a uh, one caller called in, and he's like, you know, where's the best way to get training? I'm thinking if you are so new at this, you need to go to a place and watch. You need to go do your research. You need to learn before you even touch your wife, girlfriend, right, right. submissive partner. Research, research, research. Even us writers, we have to research something if yeah. we yeah. don't know how if it works.
2: Yeah. You know, it works yeah. in the
4: same way in everyday life.
2: You
4: you research everything you do before you do it, especially when you are using floggers or riding crops or um, you know, cattails and all restraints, handcuffs. You know, research everything. Like in my book I did um, candle wax and I used a knife taking it off the female. You need to research that to where you do it correctly because, God forbid, if somebody read it in my book and they did not do it correctly and that person got harmed, I would feel terrible. I mean, I'd be like, oh, my God, you know, (laughs) what possessed them to do that? But, yeah. But I think that's dorm. so important when, yeah, like, you know, Sasha, you know, she even, even though she doesn't use safe words, which I can't believe you do, young lady, but <laughs> we'll talk about later.
0: No. Um, <laughs> you know, no, but you, you, you,
4: people need to understand that there has to be some type of level of what they're
2: comfortable in doing, or you need to go research it more. Storm, what no. you were saying about what there's many there's many uh, women out there that claim that they're dominant or submissive or whatever. But I've seen in the past where a woman would say that she's dominant, but she kind of would abuse her authority. And you should kind yeah. of this, you have to use your you know intuition, your conscience to let you know well this is not good or this is not going to be safe or this mm-hmm. lady seems crazy or this man seems crazy. Yeah. You have yeah. to use your inner self to talk. You know, and you know it's there for a reason. So, you you know, yeah. when you're putting yourself out there, you're spreading yourself literally, no pun intended, wide open. So you don't want yeah, to right. let yourself wide open to someone that's going to either take advantage, harm, or hurt you, or have you doing things you don't want to do. You can always tell right. them no. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're and in my eight, well,
4: office saying, run, Roe Robinson, run, <laughs> you run. Man,
2: this lady
4: ain't a the nature. she She's <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. But see, like, and it, with me, Storm, I really, like, to, honestly – I would not play with someone unless I know, like, I can I feel it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go there yeah. with you unless it's time, you know, and then I right. won't go further than what I need to go. And then a good dom, you can you can know what, when you hit someone, you know, okay, I need to hit a little bit harder because, you know, their body pushed that way or know they like it because they suck their butt out more, you know what I mean? So you have to, like, mm-hmm. pay attention to the signs to know, where to go first. That's how I am. That's why I don't use
4: say words. So basically if their <laughs> dick gets hard, you're like, Yeah, let's love it. Oh yes. go game all the way. Game
0: yeah, game on, game on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Man, it it I good, just actually. this
1: is Tony, I'm just gonna jump in here and say, you know, this is all has been so fascinating and it kinda you know, Peter sometimes your 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 book and your characters and your scenes seem so real that. And as a result of our talk tonight, I can understand why, because of the women that you have had past relationships uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> have just uh, have made it just that much more, I'm just going to say, enjoyable.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: uh, I think everyone has these experiences. I'm just, just too stupid to talk about them, that's all. Well.
2: That's not stupid. That's, that's not a beautiful not thing. Don't, at all.
4: I don't it's think it's stupid. I don't think if you, beautiful like, thing. yeah, like I've done – some really crazy crap in my life, and I don't make me stupid. That just makes me adventurous. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Something you can relate to, especially when yeah, you're like when, you when I was twenty-seven.
4: Oh yeah, when I was twenty-seven, I did really adventurous stuff. Like I had a really hot car. I will tell you, this is a Camaro. It was like a '99 Camaro, brand new. It looked like a dream car, and I was driving back and forth from the South to the Midwest. And I saw some really cute guys and some other cute cars. I just pulled them over and did them on their hood and said, see ya. Oh, yeah. Uh, that just yeah. makes me very adventurous. <laughs> so
0: <laughs>
4: I'm like, you know, I don't think of me as being, uh, oh, that was a stupid move. Well, you could have got killed. I'm thinking, no, I'm in control. Like, you know,
1: I have a car
0: you there. Have, you <laughs> have fun. In your car. Yeah.
4: yeah. You have yeah. to. Live in the moment, life. you can not yeah. you cannot yeah. go about life. This is really irks me. I have friends who've been married for like like Peter, you know you, you were in a marriage that you didn't feel like, oh, like a preacher's daughter, oh my gosh, they're kinky and um, wild,
3: about you know, I, I her too, yeah.
4: yeah, but it's like if there's no passion in a marriage, why? Like, you know, why be married? Like, I why so don't get job. that. And, yeah. Right. Why do it? Like, go find somebody who you can be wild and crazy with, and that sets off all your little bells and whistles. And you can say, oh, I have an awesome marriage, or I have a great husband, or my husband and I do this, or my husband and I do that. That's so important. You have to have passion in order to keep things alive and try different things. I mean, I just don't get these people when they've been married for like 35 years and they bicker at each other or they're like, they little each other and they'd be like, oh, we haven't had sex in six years. I'm thinking, what the hell are you
0: oh, still married oh, now? Wow. It's, like, <laughs> that's, that's it's like, get divorced. It's like,
4: get divorced. Just just shut yeah. up and get divorced. But oh, they don't. They, they have this thing in their head that they think like, Oh, it's all about the number. Screw the number. Start over. Go like, find
1: something that makes
4: your little yeah. heart go ding, 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 ding again and just do it again. It's okay. You know, we don't live yeah. back in the 60s or 40s when you have to stay married. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I would never, wow. ever, ever stay in a relationship like that in my life where I felt I had to stay in order to just be with somebody I've been with my whole life. Mm
0: -hmm. You know,
4: I kind of want to still keep that passion going. Like me and my husband, we have an awesome marriage. We do new crazy stuff and we try different things and it's great. I mean, I wouldn't, I can't see ever being married to somebody who didn't accept me for who I was.
2: Mm -hmm. I have a question. Do you mind, um, Alicia and Tony, if I have a question, is it Okay. Come on. Oh, honey, oh, okay. it. All right. Well, I have to. I have a question. What is the most kinkiest thing you ever done? And I want to ask Peter that.
1: Me?
0: Oh, me. There
1: <laughs> <laughs> can go with that oh. laugh again. Oh. Okay. The... <laughs> um, the kinkiest
4: thing I did. Okay.
0: <laughs>
4: you got yours, Peter. I'm thinking. I got to get to the know, top I five.
0: I don't know what's kinkiest. You don't know what's well, kinky. I'll go
1: first.
4: I'll,
0: <laughs> go first. I'll go
2: first. I'll go so,
4: first. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so the most kinkiest thing I've ever did. Oh my gosh. Well I'll narrow it down. So in my book, if you anybody who's read my book like Lisa's read my book, so in the book, Lisa, what's the kinkiest scene in that book?
0: They
1: all are. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Okay, so I've done I'll just sum it up for you, Lisa. I've done the masquerade ball. That part's true.
2: Um But you okay what does that call us? You gotta be kind you gotta be descriptive. Was it orangey? Was it threesome? Was it two way? Three
4: way, six way? Okay, so in Saint Louis or whatever, we have this it's a private club I belong to, whatever. And once a year, there used to be a queen, of course, and she lived here as well. And then every year when she was in charge, we'd have an annual party, a private party. And she would invite hand-picked people who would go to this private masquerade. Everybody wear a mask. You're naked. You know, clothes. Screw the clothes. We'll like um,
2: eyes wide shut type thing? Yeah
4: basically, and it's a Mm -hmm. giant, I don't know, 40, 50 people, and I did them all.
2: Oh. You did all the people there? Because D.C., DC, believe it or not, D.C. has parties like that, too. I mean, I didn't actively participate, but I definitely observed some of them. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I I think it's, I mean, I
4: really enjoy it because, um, I don't know, no one knows, you know, no one knows my real name. No one, you know, mm. no one there cares who, what your status is. You're just there to have fun.
1: That freedom. So,
4: <laughs> yeah. So, I had fun. And the part where Jessica's on the bed and she's getting fucked by, like, six guys, well, done that, too. So, you know,
0: <laughs> I'm the wild for. child. You go, well, it. Hey,
4: <laughs> I think the I'm largest hard. orgy... The largest orgy I've done is like 12 people. Mm.
2: How? Oh, when you have three holes. It's called the oh. choo-choo
4: train <laughs> effect.
3: My goodness.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All effect. right, Peter, you're next.
1: Okay, we got to write you down. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm vanilla, don't I don't mean- know.
3: I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, besides, you know, besides the three, threesomes, the foursomes, the switches, the orgy, was, I mean, I don't know what's kinky, but I think the most dangerous and the most, I don't know, sex in a prison visiting room probably would.
1: Spit start.
3: it out, man. Oh, yeah, like, well, what? Yeah. <laughs> that don't rise? That don't rise to kinky? It, or is that just dangerous? <laughs>
1: That's like How many
0: people
1: exhibition is. huh what did you say? <laughs> well how many people were in the room, the visiting room.
3: Oh, it was well, I don't know, which occasion? I mean there's been times when there's been oh a few people. it's great. Um, yeah. yeah, um, it depends on if it's a holiday, it's usually crowded and it's the best time. Um if it's uh if it's late afternoon what on a Saturday.
2: Reason? So give me a play by play. How was that done, Peter?
3: Oh, my goodness.
2: Um. I'm just curious because I need a visual. <laughs> I'm a writer, you know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's as simple as, as her sitting on your lap or going behind the door that leads to the patio area and her bending over wow. uh, to your own board working in a visiting room and setting up the utility closet for appointments only. Um, it can be behind the visiting machine. It can be behind the visiting machine, by the microwave, wherever there's a
2: blind spot in. you get it in when you feel it. Wow.
3: Yes. It, it goes down. There's pl- plenty of patio. Basement. All right,
0: all right, all right. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Peter, 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 Peter Bad
0: <laughs> you <y'all>. He's <laughs> Now I, I have a question for
1: all three of you. What is your fetish? We'll start with Peter, since he's a he's our wild child over here. My fetish? What what is your fetish? Everybody has I... their own fetish. What is your fetish?
3: just encourage me. Talk to me. Um that's it. I don't hey. know. I, I, uh, it, depends. it depends. It depends on what you're good at. That's my fetish. I tend to overindulge. Whatever you're good at, that's what I'm going at. I'm like a dog on good meat. <laughs> so I'm not
0: just
1: meat,
0: good meat. <laughs> yeah, good meat. Not that's a good meat. line. <laughs> yeah, we need
4: to write that in our books, like a dog on good meat. <laughs> yeah, that's all good, right?
0: hmm can we I'm take, like that? That? We'll take that? Peter. Yeah, I'm can we use that in whatever I do? It's like a dog on good
2: meat. Like dog on good meat. That's
1: what I'm about to use, that, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're inspiring, Peter. See how That's that works? Tasha, what is your fetish?
2: What I'm into, I'm into um a lot of things. Like, I I, I would say, like, um... Okay, I like when a guy has a foot fetish because, um, you know, with women, we like, um, you know, shoes and sandals and things like that with shoes. But I love it when a man, you know, that knows, like, admires my feet. I love my feet played with. I love my toes sucked on. Um, I love to indulge in CBT, which is cock and ball okay. torture, torture. That's okay. fun beyond measure. Um, I love tease and denial with orgasms. Um, I love just pushing people to their limits. Like to me, like um, you know, sometimes, you know, people say, "Well, I'm not into this and I'm into that." Don't tell me that because guess what? I'm gonna take you to those limits that you just told me you didn't want me to do. You didn't want to do. I'm gonna get you there. So that's the things I'm into. Like, you know, just pushing people as far as I can take them, and beyond what they knew they can do. Yeah. Oh.
0: Hmm. All right, now. <laughs> I like that answer. I was, yeah, you know, I know, I like answer,
4: right? Like, yeah. oh my. Yeah, yeah. I always feel like people a not answer. Yeah. I mean, those are some really good answers. I'm thinking, do I even have
2: a fetish? I'm like, no. I like it all. Your fetish is spanking. Your fetish is spanking. You like to be spanked mm.
1: Yeah, you like to be you flawless. You like to be. You, you like to wall. be. I think yes, You know what? Yes, I guess I fetish. do like to be.
4: Yeah, I guess I do.
0: But
4: yeah, but I mean, I also like the foreplay that goes before the spanking, and I, I like when guys do the foot fetish thingy because that's erotic. I happen mm-hmm. to like the 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 GFE effect or the porn star where you just get a good pounding. So I don't know. You know, it's like I like a lot of things. I think my dislike table is so much smarter than my fetish because I've done it all, and I'm thinking, is there something that I've done that I wouldn't do again? Yeah. But it's like, is there things that I like that I always want to do? It's like, yeah, I want it all. I'm an all girl. I'm like – like I want it all, and when you're with me, you better do it all or you're not gonna get me I mean that's like mm-hmm. so important yeah i'm a <laughs> i like I like everything that I've done, except one or two things, like no, what
3: are those yeah. one or two things that you don't that you' regret right
4: uh well, okay, you I dated this guy, no, I don't mind at all, so um. I happened to date, I was out with a famous baseball player, and um, his attitude was, oh, this is a great line, it's a privilege for you to be with me. Like, Mm -hmm. that right (laughs) there
0: is a freaking
4: major off. It's like I got so turned off that anything he did after that just wasn't even interested. I'm thinking, no, I was like, that's, So Not true And so I was just like oh So after we played golf I'm like I gotta go I was like no offense but you're an ass And I got better things to do with my time Than be with you so see ya And then the other guy Was he went to Africa And he Saw these elephants peeing On each other on how they got turned on Mm -hmm. By it so he's like Oh we should try this like he was Into like the golden showers And the red carpet and for those people who don't know what that is, it's like when a girl mm. on their cycle, right? Mm-hmm. And when and when you get peed on, like the elephants mm-hmm. peed on each other. Well, so I was like, okay, what the heck? We'll try it. And I'm telling you, that was that, and he, I never saw him again because that was enough for me.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm like,
4: dude, if you like that, no way am I gonna like you. Like, so you didn't I'm like good. the golden
2: shower. You didn't like the golden shower doing that. No. Ew. Really? Who Wait, wants I, someone to do shower them? him or did he shower you?
4: Oh, Was I that? had to shower him.
2: I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. I love it. I think it's, it's, I've done it. I enjoy it. I think it's exhilarating. And not hmm. only have I went as far as the golden shower on them, I had someone drink from me.
0: <laughs> really? Ew. Yeah. Oh. Wow,
4: <laughs> yeah, like mind blowing, like one of those commercials where they pop their heads off and goes,
2: "Push!" Yeah, That's but, like, but wow. you know what? The thing about it is, with an orgasm, and I don't know if you guys heard the term. It says, "Oh, I love a squirter! I love a squirter!" Does everyone know when a woman squirt? What that is? It's not come. Mm-hmm. It's pee.
0: No, it's pee. no.
2: So if a no. yes, yes, no, it's just, um, scientifically proven.
4: There's there's pee and then there's this clear fluid that is like pee but there's no odor. Um, well, we, well we, we just had this talk I on the radio here, and
1: storm. I I tend to agree with
4: Storm. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we actually did <laughs> do an
4: interview no. on the radio it. here in St. Louis, it. and we did research it. And what it is is it's not pee. It's it's some form of, of bodily fluids. That there is no order, and there is no right. yellow fluid, so it is not pee. But when but you're squirting,
0: well,
1: okay. Where is it from? So Google is our friend. So it says it is uh, squirting. Yes and no. It seems that a larger volume fluid immerses, which is the squirting, are for. The most part, urine. However, mm-hmm. there does appear to be evidence that a smaller volume of fluid is actually uh, female prostate secretions.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's a little bit so of both. So it's a combination
2: of both.
4: Yeah. I think we love right. Peter.
1: Right. I think we love. Well, to Peter. now we
4: just got an educational program going on.
2: Did we leave
1: them <laughs> because of the burning? <laughs> No, nah, we lost Peter he'll come yeah, back. back. So it's a little bit oh. of it it's a little bit of both. A little it's bit of both that up. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So yeah, but I'm But like, I guess ugh. what I was trying to say is that if a guy likes that then, you know, and he's you know, chasing or looking at, isn't that the same thing? Mhm. Ah.
4: Uh, hmm. That's a good point. I don't know, I never thought about that. I could squirt and I'm just thinking, hmm. I've actually squirted on people if they know what they're doing. But, yeah, I don't know. Right. They they seem to like it. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I went to the bed. But, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, I have a question (laughs) for Sasha. When you first started dominating, what was your worst experience?
2: (laughs) My worst experience was with this guy that was just very, very – he wasn't bright. Um, he was he worked in, like, computer um, IT. He did something, and um, there was a website called Art that was, like, when I first moved to the D.C. area, that was Art, and it's like an alternative lifestyle, um, and it's like a dating site. And, you know, I f- found him on the, that. We went out a couple times, you know, seeing that he was okay, and, you know, loved to take orders as um, young black man. And um, he was very interesting and also disappointing because um, we were supposed to meet at my place, and I told him to come over at a specific time, and then he, um, you, know, came, you know, was telling me he was coming, and then he was running late, running late. So, um, you know, I was like, okay, I wanted to go out and have some drinks, you know, and his stupid ass, you know, instead of just coming because, you know, if I'm telling him you to come over to my place, that, you know, obviously we were going to do more than just talk. Well, he was more than late, and by the time he was coming over, I mean, it was after, like, 11 or 12, and, like, I think the restaurants had already closed or whatever, and, um, you know, I was like, you know, you could still come, but if you come, you'd better bring something to drink. And I said to him, in these are the exact words, um, don't bring me no damn boom farm from, you know, um, Giant or whatever, you know, because I didn't want no bull farm wine. So, you know, in your mind, if someone tells you don't bring no bull farm wine, what does that mean? Don't bring no boom fire wine. Well, this <laughs> dummy, <laughs> this dummy shows up. You ain't going to tell me door. not
3: to bring. I'm bringing strawberry boom fire. Who the <laughs> hell you think you do? <laughs> Listen,
0: this
2: dummy shows up I at the door. That. Now, after waiting maybe three, like two, you know, because I, I even a lot, in my back of my mind, I, sh- I shouldn't even, you know, after you were like more than, you know, 20 minutes late, you should have got cut. But I think we were having some adverse weather or something, so I gave him a pass. And I allowed him to come over. How about this Nofo came up to my door, knocked on my door, hand me the bag, and guess what's in the bag?
0: Fine wine. <laughs> and now
2: okay. But this, this is a this is killer.
0: Listen, I said
2: I don't didn't want no bull you know, I, I not want no fine wine. He said, You said you didn't want no bullshot wine from giant. This is some green <laughs> here. <hay tea. laughs>
0: <laughs> I <kid> y'all not Slammed <laughs> the door in
2: his face. Yes. That was my vi- uh, worst experience because I could not believe and He said it with a straight face. I didn't get this from John. I got this from Harris Cena.
0: So did you like send done. him,
1: did you like close the door in his face and like yes, go home? Yes. Or did you like tell you him, him to come boyfriend. in? No, I said you and your booth. I didn't even say I
2: that. I just closed the door and just locked it in his left. He called, got caught, and I didn't answer the phone. Yeah, that was that was the worst experience. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. He was serious too. He was like I got this from Harris I was like, really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was my worst experience.
0: That's mm. serious. Wow, that's, that's kind of wow, that's funny. That's pretty bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: that is so bad. I just want to say, and you listen to this chat. My name is Tony, and I am joined by my phenomenal co-host, Maria. So are having such an educational phenomenal and, and insightful conversation tonight with three fabulous guests. we have Sasha Hardy and the one and only Mr. Peter Mack and the beautiful storm. If you have any questions that you'd like to ask our guest panel of guests, just press your one and we'll bring you into the chat room now uh peter, you know Sasha shared her worst experience uh you got any stories you want to share with us?
3: Oh man, this you know what I do got one. It's embarrassing as hell too. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, I still get upset with this one. So trip. There was a stripper that I liked. Um, she worked at the Barbie. Well, no, at the First King in L.A. Right? Oh, running a mill mm-hmm. strip club, holding well, nothing fancy. So I wanted, I wanted a massage, quote unquote. And um, so she followed me to my house, and uh, we went in the house. And um, we got we might have got to the house at about eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, and she had to take a phone call. So she used my phone. And she disappears into the bathroom for like three fucking hours. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, like for the for the, like at forty five minutes, I kind of knock on the door and she says, "Oh, I'll be a minute." So by the time <laughs> it was, yeah, it took about like three or four. I'll be a minute. So I realized it was three fucking like o'clock in the morning. Mhm.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Probably the worst experience. So when she, now, I didn't kick her out now. I waited three hours. Well, so,
4: so, so. <laughs> 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 you're a guy and you're just like, oh, yeah, I got to hit that sometime. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm just, yeah. You, know, you got to come yeah, every, out sometime, <laughs> aren't you?
3: Yeah, every every minute, yeah, every minute I'm waiting is a minute invested into this thing. So you know, I that's right. Turn her uh-huh. And
4: three hours is a lot for a guy.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, for real. Huh? So, uh, but really. anyway, that was probably my worst experience, and serves me right. Was, I it it,
1: been, was it worth it? That
3: was the worth it. Oh man, the, 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 my spot smelled good afterwards because she uses good massage oil from Victoria's Secret. Oh, smell smelled bomb. So I had to hold mm. it I mean,
1: Like, what did you do when she got out of the bathroom? You can't, like, skip the story.
3: Oh, I see. Right? (laughs) Well, she said it was a local call, so don't trip, and that was enough for me after she got naked.
4: Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. So, let me get this straight, Peter. So, a girl's in the bathroom for three hours on the telephone, and you still want to tap that?
3: Man, when she walked (laughs) out naked, I, I had no choice.
1: Dang. Those three hours vanished. <laughs> yeah, <it does. laughs> no, right? Like well,
0: offense you know, no but, but
4: I huh? know, but I'm just thinking if someone's even for me, I'm a girl, and if I have a girl in the bathroom for three hours and she comes out, I'd be like, "Oh hell no, honey, just go home. I'm I'm over it. Like, I, know. I'm not, have, I don't want to do
3: that. Girl,
1: Nothing, she should yeah. have seen her.
3: You see how thick shot she is. She was thick like
1: that. Is that right? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs>
3: And you know okay. you you know what that thickness do to people, Sasha.
1: Oh, I do. I, I do. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> All right
3: now,
1: and, and you and you know too.
3: Uh huh.
1: Is somebody calling? Somebody, somebody has a ringing that, phone.
4: It's like hello.
2: Who's on this ringing? I'm not
4: sure. No, no. Phone hang thing. on. And I not I think my you
1: Tita. Oh. Okay. Tita's calling back in. You back with us, Tita?
3: Somebody's phone's still ringing. Who is that?
1: Okay. He I'm going to drop
2: it to so make so sure so it's funny. not my phone. Cause it's, 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 I went... Hello? It stopped.
1: Yeah, it stopped. Hello? Hello? Nope. Oh, and it's back. Somebody's
0: ringing again.
1: Hang on. And let's see if we can... Bravo. Okay. That's where it was. <laughs> let me let her know her phone is. Is everyone else there? Yeah.
0: yeah?
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I have, a cu- I have a fun question since we don't have... It. Everyone's listening on the phone. Um we like to wrap up our our uh, conversations with a fun, you know, question, and I'm going to ask the three of you. You're each part of or to become part of this big box of crayons. You know, you got know, big 64-piece crayola crayons, and you're about to be inserted into that crayon box with your own personal color. If you can tell us what that color would be and why, it doesn't have to be, a color that's normal, it could just be anything. The first thing that comes to your mind, you could be the color of star. And why would you choose to be the color of star? And, Sasha, we're going to start with you. What color would you be input into that big box of crayons and why? Well, I'm going to be purple because purple is my favorite color.
2: And my, crayon, my crayons going to be purple. But you know how I like have to have the paper laced around the crayons? It's going to be gold. Hmm. You want to know why? Because I'm a Lakers fan. No, just kidding. Um, no, but it,
3: <laughs> so they don't make it change.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm 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 true to die. You know, I mean, Kobe's gone, Phil Jackson's gone, but I'm still there. But no, um, purple and gold. I have my crayon be purple and the wrapper um, be gold. Meaning, you know, like mm-hmm. purple and gold. That's royalty colors. And also, purple's very okay. sensual. Um, to me, it's like very um seductive and it's very erotic. Mm-hmm.
1: For both of mm-hmm. those combinations together. All right, I can see that, Miss Sasha. Um, storm, what would you be? And um, you could be the color storm as well. You know, it doesn't have to be an existing color. It could be a color. No, made I up. know, I
4: know. Um, I don't know. I kind of like the word hot pink, like hot fusion pink, like the bright pink color. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's it's bright, it's vibrant, it's full of life. And then the colors in my coloring box. I like the rainbow color. I like variety. I want all the colors in my box. I want to. I'm like. I'm like the friendly kid that likes to play with all the
1: kids. Mhm.
4: Yeah. And as long as I get used in the mix, is that what you call it? Perfect- perfect- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as I get used somewhere in the mix,
0: I am perfectly
4: fine with it. And then when someone else needs to be played with, I like to watch. So I am fine mm. with. The
1: rainbow. I want the variety pack. I like the sorted you, color mix. You can actually be one color with all those, one crown with all those colors in. You know, that would be a I nice I know, I'm fusion like, pink. Yeah.
4: I got that. I like the hot fusion pink color. It gets a lot of action, but but yet, you know, she likes to take turns. Like, I'm cool with
1: that. Oh. All
0: right. <laughs> I okay. could be the action all color. Right. Peter, look. Give us something. You wait. Use just that pink.
1: male point of view. <laughs>
3: Man, they're so smart. I mean, she's obviously that colors. That colors indicate their personalities. Like, you know, this Storm mm-hmm. is just so lovely and everything, and ribbons in her hair and everything. And Sasha just—I don't have ribbons smart. today,
4: so I'm good. <laughs> right, right,
3: right. And Sasha's just so smart and sexy and just—my goodness, young lady.
2: Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you.
3: <laughs> I'm glad. She, I'm glad. I'm really, really glad that you represented. Um, the BDSM lifestyle with such poise and, and reflection. and,
1: and Man, and, and will you and tell quiet. us,
0: LaCrania? Oh, come, come on. on. <laughs> Just give us a cover. You can hook up with her later. <laughs> well, now... It's like we know you want to tap it Come on It's It's like Peter are you
1: in L.A.? She's at the other end of the U.S. That's a long flight You can be right here in my state And I can watch you both I'd be very happy doing that Uh, My Oh man
0: I love it Do you Peter Do you I'm just, I, just of <laughs> I, I ain't
1: mad
0: I've
3: always liked that white crayon Because you got to look close to see it
0: mm. Oh
1: mm. Alright now Alright 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 yeah. <laughs> well, Oh Interesting cool. Interesting <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's always the freshest gray on the box, right? No one uses that white one, huh? Yeah. Interesting.
1: I would agree with that. That's, like, the white,
4: yeah, I mean, you know, is like, it stands out. I get that. Yeah. Well, That's it's always I sharp. When I, go
2: out. I like to wear white. Yeah, I like to wear white when I go out, yeah. I like to wear white when I
4: want to show a lot of cleavage. It's perfectly fine with me. <laughs> okay,
1: I have another she's, quick, fun she's question doing it to you me, guys. It's a... Since y'all are on this this, uh, interesting kick, I want to play this have you ever game. And Hmm. uh, I'm going to ask the three of you. (laughs) We're going to start off nice and slow. The three of you, have you ever been thrown out of a bar? Have you ever been thrown out of a bar? I (laughs) got that question. Okay, so she, she said, Have you ever gotten thrown out, out of, a of a bar?
4: Okay,
2: have you ever got thrown out of a bar?
4: Yeah. For doing something inappropriate? Uh, right. Uh, Mine is no, but I get invited to bars because mm. I'm like. I'm like the wild child. So one time I was in New York a long time ago and I wanted to go to Coyote Ugly, right? It's when Bruce Willis owned it Bruce Willis owned it. And I was mm-hmm. in line and I had on a I don't know, short skirt, red jacket, boots. And he's like, Oh, she, her, pick her and Bruce Willis like you I'm like, Me? And he's like, Yeah, you come here. So I just followed like I was told and he's like, Come here. He checked out my boobs, and he was like, yep, you'll do. He goes, you're in. I was like, cool. (laughs) I was like, damn. It's like my boobs got me into a bar. But, and then, Coyote Ugly, everybody knows what that is. You take your bar off, and you dance on the bar. Really? Oh,
1: yes, indeed. All All right. right. Okay,
2: Miss Sasha, how about you? I haven't got thrown out of the bar for reasons you probably were faint, maybe for fighting but not for um
0: <laughs> For fighting. <Aaron>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I to say all in, in there. there. <laughs> <You feel something laughs> Didn't see
2: that coming. <laughs> fighting. Yeah, for fighting. Not for um reasons, you know, maybe it's running my mouth not. too much or someone, you know, doing something stepping on something or spilling something on me. Yeah, but not for any sexual Because, you know, I I know how to be, you know, sneaky and discreet. Uhhuh. All right. How and about you not me? I just do it out in
4: the open.
1: I'm like, okay. Right. Whatever. How about uh, you? Not since,
3: ju- not since I was a juvenile. No? Not since I was a juvenile. Fighting in a bar okay, and stuff like that.
1: <laughs> okay, just one more. I'm gonna ask you, have you ever been called by the wrong name during sex? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Oh, me? <laughs> Maybe the other way around. Have I called somebody uh, else by their wrong name? Absolutely. That's my other question. <laughs> well, you getting ahead of the game. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, I have. I will say yes, I, mean, I, I do. <laughs> do. Yes. And, and you know what? I'm up. like. Yeah, and
4: you know how I fix that is it's like I was like, Who are you? Is is what is your name? Oh wait, are you that guy I just met last night? It's like, Oh, Uh-oh. you must be Fred and he was like, Oh, hell no, I'm thinking, yeah. It's like next time you get the wrong name, I was like, Go find another girl. So he oh. didn't make that mistake twice.
1: All right now, how about you, Peter?
3: Oh uh, no. No, I haven't been called the wrong name. Um and uh-huh. everybody is, you know. I I don't really talk. No, I haven't been called the wrong name. I wanted to make it cute, but you know, I can't make it
1: cute. He's about to say I'm he a, don't really talk during the like, day. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like he's, they're like, oh, yeah, Peter. It's like, dry, oh, dry. yeah, Peter, Peter. They just call you P afterwards because they can't get the eater out. You stupid. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Mr. P, go for it. Okay, how about you, Sasha?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I might, have, I might have called the wrong name, but um, I've okay. never been called the wrong name. I might have made had a slip here and there.
3: Why Why do you think you what? had that slip? What do you feel like the other guy, or was the other guy on your mind? Like, how did you how did you
2: it, come to exactly? That? The other guy probably was on my mind <laughs> when I said the other
4: the the wrong name.
2: That, yeah,
0: that I would terrible. definitely agree to I would that. Feel mm-hmm. Terrible.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, it was like when you fantasize, it's like I do that, but I'm like, I hope I don't slip. <gasps> oh, well. You
0: got to think
1: about it before you speak. Yay, yeah, okay, yeah. one more message. That's why everybody,
3: someone. baby, is speedy. <laughs> hey, you what? want to know something? You want me to tell you something <laughs> people don't know about me?
1: What's that?
0: I'm
3: listening. I, at... I like to like... <laughs> I like women that I know. I like to watch them have sex with other guys.
1: Really? Oh, that's like my oh. husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, you said no. women. Oh, like you, you said you said. get this before the show is over, now we got to. <laughs> I know. We got to, to have a part <laughs> talk. I was gonna say, women, you know, but what about your girlfriend?
2: Would you allow your girlfriend to do that?
3: Um, I've had that. I haven't had that situation come up, but. I do enjoy watching like women that I meet. I like watching them if they have videos or are going to, or are still dating. I like them mm-hmm. to record it, see past wow. videos. Wow, you know, voyeurism! So
2: you into that? Well, mm.
3: a, I am a voyeur. You're, you're right. About that. Okay, I, so I,
2: wait I, a
4: minute, Peter. So now you just opened the camera. Peeper. So I have a voyager. question. I got it. I got it. So here's the thing. So <laughs> so when you're with a girl, like this is a this is a good question. So when you're with a girl, like, and she's, like, having sex, let's say, with a guy that's in front of you, Mm -hmm. like, what cessation do you get out of that? Because, you know, it's like my husband is similar to you. Like, he likes that. And I'm thinking, what does he get out of that? I don't ever want to ask my husband to be like, oh, does that, like, turn you on? And and my husband always just gives me a vague answer. I don't want the real answer. I don't know.
3: I don't know. I just enjoy it, and I can't say why. But i tell you what it did. It saved me you know, being with this girl because, you know how some people can talk about, oh, I'll throw you out, you can't last, you can't work it. So she mm-hmm. showed me a video of her with a guy, and she was just basically laying there, and the whole thing was
0: going. Mm.
3: And and I told her, I was like, what, why don't you move? Why weren't you moving? Why, what the <laughs> hell was different.
0: going <laughs> yeah,
4: on? Okay, okay, okay. She was on. She's she's like, I
0: don't why. I would be different you can't explain you. No, why you
4: like that sensation. You just think it's like is, you think it's sexy. Do you think it's like a, <clears> you get like part of you like it says, oh yeah, let's go do this? Or you know, did was it a young age that you were like into that? Or
3: yeah, maybe or no. it has something to do with it. maybe it has something to do with it. I was raised in a horror house and all I could hear was sex all around me, like mm. I was in the middle. Here, yeah, yeah, like
1: that's all the all truth. Are you telling us a story out of one of your books?
0: <laughs> a He's a good writer He's a good writer <laughs> That's a good one, Lee mm-hmm. I had to think about I'm like, is that one of his books? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I did you, you know, horse kind came to I mind
1: When you said that, the book horse on.
3: Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly
0: mm-hmm. so That's
3: what you're <laughs> proud story But I don't know, I just, mm. I just like it for some reason
0: you never do you think you out? would get
4: turned on if you like if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if your girlfriend was in the room and she was doing it live? Would you get the Simpsons sens- sensations that you were if you're watching but, on TV? But he, uh-huh. you heard him say.
2: He said he would do a friend. He never said do his girlfriend. Right. He never yeah. said that. It's a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. like if he had like a jump off, a jump off, he let you know do that. He let somebody else have it. But his woman, uh-huh. he wants off to himself.
0: Uh, hey, check her out, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <it's amazing>, <laughs> we be listening Well,
1: we have had so much fun with you guys And we definitely have to do this again You have had Let's Chat go out with literally a bang And Lisa yes. and I so appreciate and thank you Really thank you for just making Allowing us into your world tonight And sharing so much of your personal experience And your journey So we appreciate you guys for that And we hope that you have enjoyed the show as much as we have
2: well, I just want to thank you, ladies, for allowing me to use your platform to, you know, spread the love and talk about my book and so forth. And just with you guys, keep on doing everything you're doing. You guys are so positive, and I see you doing your thing, and it motivates me every morning. I get up and see them posts where you work in, and you got this going, this going. I'm trying to get on your level. So thank you for, and keeping, you know, for keep encouraging hey, me. Sasha. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Sushi, sure. you have to thank put me on. Thank you. I'm not on.
4: You're not on my page. You got to get on my Facebook
1: page.
0: Okay, uh-huh. I'll add you,
1: Storm. I'm doing it right now. Oh, okay, See, I and it shout out your now. social media sites before we go, so everyone can follow you and pick up those wonderful books, get those one clicks going. Peter, let's start with you, because you know I, I'm, I'm a lover of your books. So just shout them all out, because I can. Oh
0: Lord. One- <laughs> um, thank just thank
1: shout you. out the social media sites. All
3: right www.petermacpresents.com. go there for your picks reviews, interviews, videos and also you can get your signature Peter Mac apparel through petermacpresents.com. and uh, stay updated, join the VIP list and receive free stuff, all my social media sites are attached to www.petermacpresents.com. have a blast and as always, live rich, ready. thank you Sasha, thank you Storm, thank you Lisa and I love you always Tony
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, so so get love, I get a thank you. I feel some kind of way about that.
3: Uh, <laughs> me, and Tony be having, me and Tony be having off hours com, com conversations, and we be going to the. You I and Tony, Tony. be
0: going everywhere that. together.
1: She
0: <laughs> <laughs> just said she's feeling some kind of way. Oh, Right. How <laughs> I I you mean,
3: you should know I love her from day one. Don't be like that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> No, <Nah, I shouldn't> we <laughs> <like, laughs> love you.
1: Yeah. Okay. yeah, and then on mine,
4: on a uh, die storm, you can. I'm on Twitter. I'm all over the social media. I'm also on my book. Yes, sir. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, Bam. I'm worldwide. You can just Google my name, and it'll pop up on the link. And I also have a website you can check out at www.dystorm.com, and you can buy paddles for your wife, floggers, and get a copy of my book, Autographed. Oh.
0: And right. this oh. is
2: Sasha. I write under the name S.R. Harding. My book is Reflections of a Goddess, The Awakening. I can be found on Facebook, Reflections of a Goddess, Facebook, S.R. Harding, um, Twitter, Sasha R. Harding, and um, Instagram, S period, R period Harding, and on my website, Slharding.com. You can purchase a book on Amazon and also on my website. And I got a couple of things coming up in um two thousand sixteen January, so look out for me because I got a lot of exciting things coming. And thank you guys again for letting us on the show. Thank you, um, Peter, and then thank you also, Storm. It's a pleasure speaking with you guys again.
0: This
1: was yes. fun. Thank you, Sasha. We we so appreciate you guys. You have no idea and we Thank you for making this night so special as we leave 2016 and get ready for a great 2017. And we wish all the best to, to all three of you. Thank you. I know. I'm looking forward to it.
2: Like a whole new year. Yeah. New well. beginnings.
3: Yeah, so we must we must remain friends, Sasha. You must add me. You must add Storm. We have got to stay in contact, ladies. I
0: know. Starting I'm trying New to year. find you guys. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right, know, <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm
3: right you, yeah, like yeah.
4: Lisa knows, Lisa knows on my okay. page. If you come to my page, I'm not nice and I post really raunchy stuff. And well, Lisa I looked. I sent you a request.
1: Storm, um, I just sent you a request, Storm. So that's me. Oh, I'm friends with Peter and Sasha.
0: Exactly. Oh Lord, yeah.
1: Tony gonna be clutching her pearls for the for the beginning of twenty seventeen she was like,
0: What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Lisa and Tony, your shirt should be like there now because the first promo shirt was sent arrived in Nevada. So I know mm-hmm. you guys are in two separate parts of the country and I know it's a storm and everything, but uh if you check your boxes you should have some
0: okay. oh, cool. Well, well, have I'm in Georgia. I will check
1: when I go home. For sure. So. She's going
4: to, like, and, dream of you, Peter, in a whole new position. Hey, Ooh.
3: hey, <laughs> Storm, Storm and Sasha, um, go to my stage. I would, I'd like to see y'all in the shirts as well.
4: Oh, all right. right, I'll, I'll Well, kill. I will tell you this. When I was on the radio, I wore a Santa Claus suit. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I was
4: like a hit that day.
0: <laughs> oh, <my>. I bet <laughs> you were. You, you like
4: to, You
2: like to be a hit or be hit.
0: No, you know
4: it's kind of like it's a, it's Christmas. That's like my favorite season. So of course I have a Santa suit. It got to go with the rest of the house.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And with that, that was we're gonna goodness. say we're gonna have to do this again with the three of yeah, you. It has been a, really a, a pleasure and uh, a privilege to be involved with uh, your world. You know, bringing it to life. Sometimes you just read about the things that you guys actually experience. So. Thank you so much once again. And with that, we're going to say good night, guys. Thanks again for making this such a special and enjoyable evening.
0: Thanks for having me. Well,
1: thank you. Thank you.
3: Happy holidays, everybody.
1: Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas.
3: Thank you. We
1: will see you guys in January. Yes, I'll see you next year. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good
0: night. Good night, everybody. Night. Night. Do we
1: hang up now?
0: <laughs> Hello? Hello?
4: Oh, I was like, do we hang up or how does that work?
3: We'll he be going to the after hours. The party still mm-hmm. going.